0: Uh, welcome, guys, to the very first episode of uh, another one of these the podcast. Um, my name is Kashash Grover. I am your host, and your guest is um, an, a stuffed elephant voiced by an anonymous friend who does not wish to reveal herself. Say hi, elephant.
1: I I am hiding behind an elephant and I have to apologize in advance because I know how cruel it is to have a first guest as an inanimate object but I I promise to keep it interesting
0: You heard Yeah it, folks she promised to keep it interesting <laughs> Now if for some reason she doesn't live up a- to the expectations blame her, not me.
1: Um, that is a lot of pressure to put on a stuffed elephant.
0: It looks like he can take it. I can, I can, it's in the eyes, it's, it's the ice chica. They never lie.
1: Are you sure you're looking at the eyes? Those are tusks.
0: No, the black ones. I'm not talking about the white. <laughs> um for those of who are listening on Spotify or any other non-video um software we also have a video version available on YouTube um if you do want to see how I look like after two months of not getting a haircut because of the lockdown hop on over there It, it sucks it's it's all over the place and I really need a haircut, which which brings me to the another point. Lockdown. Did you hear the latest um, update? Yes, sir. I am.
1: I am starting to. I have not bothered uh, looking into the alerts after a while. Um, I think Aucklanders are still in on that alert train, mm-hmm. but uh, as for me personally, having lived through level three two for quite a while i i i haven't been up to you know up to date with the news but when i did see the announcement that there was this next like um what was that level two step something i was like was, what is three happening? what is it so it's starting to sound like a dance move
0: it is um it's it's weird, but um, so basically we went from, it started with level three where takeaways were open, the usual that we had last year, except mm-hmm. now we can meet in public. This is this is the one earlier, not right now, except now we can meet in public and it cannot be a gathering of more than 10 and takeaways are going as operational and they open schools because education is important
1: because
0: Uh, yeah
1: yeah sorry what are we talking about which level are you this is is 3.3.8 i want to
0: say 3.8 no 3.2 just say the next level next level after level three i don't know the number decimals on this thing so that we had that for about three weeks and yesterday she announced we're gonna go down a level it is still level three but now instead of 10 people we can have a gathering of 25 people in public okay and public places are opening such as malls and stuff no hospitalities businesses so the hotel i work at is still closed i am at the hotel currently by the way so the hotel i work at is still closed but malls sylvia mall remember sylvia mall
1: Oh yeah, I remember it fondly,
0: fondly, yeah, fondly is the word, Um, so yeah, malls are opening, you can gather in public in a group of 25 or less, and I think that's about it, and uh, Hamilton's going back in level two.
1: You heard it here, folks, if you don't bother uh, reading uh, at the official announcement you heard it here at one of these podcasts um, mm-hmm. what the levels are um, also I'd like to say um, it's starting to sound like the levels so you're not officially in level two
0: no not by a long shot
1: so you're like official like in the middle
0: Yeah, you could say that. Leaning towards a bit more level two now than we were in the past three weeks, but yeah, somewhere in the middle still.
1: See, this is what I want to say. I'm going to live up to the... um, I'm going to save that for later. Um, The levels in Auckland and the levels in New Zealand are starting to remind me of all the relationships that I've had And it's like, it's it's a bummer that even the levels are as vague as some of the relationships that I've had. It's like, are we in level two? Are we in level three? No, we are somewhere in between. And it's a lot of clauses and a lot of, no, don't do that. But also you can do this. Isn't it weird?
0: (laughs) And then the things you can do you really don't want to, but the things you really want to, you can't.
1: And also, you're limited to certain things. So it's very vague, you know, and, and it's it's giving, and I think a lot of people are probably going to have a lot of flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> are we officially level two or what are we doing? Where are we? We're in a limbo. Can we please make things clearer? um yeah so not only do you have if you're in that type of relationship right now not only are you in a relationship like that but you know your your schedule of living is going to be like that as well can you go to the barbers are you going to be the 26th person at the club you know um
0: see that's the that's thing clubs are not opening
1: Ah, it's so like what the, are the public- very
0: vague definition of public places? Now, when so- you—that's the thing. When you say public places, they're gonna say Kmart's gonna open, and Sylvia Park's gonna open, but then again, only twenty-five people will be allowed inside. Now, now my question is, will these twenty-five people be including the staff that's already inside? Because if we count the staff that's already inside, that's well over a hundred people.
1: Well, if if I was going to be the staff and they literally said um, 25 people in a building, like 25 living beings mm-hmm. in a certain place, I would want to be the 26th staff. Like, you know, I don't want to work.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, also, on that topic, some people have compared. The lockdown in Auckland now these are local people not anyone else in the world other than the people of Auckland have compared the lockdowns to the Nazi concentration camps. What? Yep thoughts? Sorry what? Yeah did you not hear that or are you still processing that?
1: Uh, can it be both? Yeah,
0: okay. that's going my answer for everything that I can. Just... <laughs> <Right now. laughs> so the local people here, um especially the ones, did you hear about North Shore Party? North Shore Party. So a group of self-proclaimed um social media influencers. When woke people? Sure, yeah, let's go with that. Woke people. But we're calling them self-proclaimed influencers because apparently if you cross like a thousand followers on Instagram, you are an influencer.
1: But isn't that self-proclaimed in itself?
0: That's like being an influencer
1: is self-proclaimed.
0: Yeah, so self-proclaimed in New Zealand because of the population. So it's the population to the followers kind of ratio. So because we have so less population, it just takes a thousand followers to become a self-proclaimed. Proclaimed um, influencer. Uh, Anyway, so all of self proclaimed influencers had a little party in the North Shore, and there were the next day, there were the highest cases recorded after the lockdown. There were over 200 cases in one day. And ever since then, ever since that particular party, it's just been going up and up. So all of these self proclaimed influencers have gone on their um, Instagram and stuff like that and issued a public apology and because they've all been fined and some of them haven't even issued a public apology they've just gone online and called the lockdown system and compared it to a nazi concentration camp Oof. yep oof yeah big big oof thoughts
1: uh auckland is becoming cray that's all that i can say
0: i mean there's there's crazy but then there's you're literally comparing uh, a lockdown that is in place to prevent you from getting sick to the fucking holocaust how do you get um, them from that
1: people like to prove a point you know, it's, it's, it's natural for people to want to prove a point, but there's a, there's a really fine line between trying to prove a point and trying to, like, just crossing all the lines that should not be crossed, you know? Um,
0: yeah, sure. There's exaggeration and then there's that. Yeah. How do you even make that assumption? Like, a lot of people were captured, enslaved, killed labeled and you're comparing that to a lockdown where you just have to stay in your house and get paid for it by the way
1: see see that that is that is the uh the whole um it's it's sort of like a parent grounding their child because they almost crashed the car one night being drunk and it's for their safety they're a hot mess so parents ground them right for maybe a week and the kids are like, you're killing me. You're ruining my life. I'm going to have mental disorders when I grow older. It's like, it's 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 from that type of, you know, mentality. And now it's, they're big and they're, you know, they have work and it's still the same mentality. You're trying to put people in one place because we're trying to control something here mm-hmm. and people just, you know, go, go. Ape shit and stuff, you know? Yeah. Comparing themselves into a Holocaust. That's sort of the same pattern, you see.
0: Yeah. And these, these are yeah. the yeah, no, these are the same kind of people who would go to a pub and go talk to a girl and explain them all the issues they have because their parents didn't treat them well. And all they do this, all of this just for a pity fuck. That's how I would summarize it summarizes it.
1: See, I don't really understand, no, with the, with this whole pandemic thing is, it's kind of ironic is, what I don't understand is, is is people complain a lot, Um, they can't go out, they can't enjoy things, they are very, uh, they feel like prisoners and stuff, and you know what, it does feel being in prison because you're stuck in one place. But the thing is, the reason why you're being stuck in one place is because people with the same mentality as yours can't can't keep themselves in one place and things are spreading. And it's like, you're not really helping your own case here. You're only digging your own grave. Mm -hmm. Not to be very dark, (laughs) but I can't really find another expression for that.
0: Yeah. No, I understand. Mm -hmm. Mm So. So, yeah but i also think the government's not fully in the right somewhere at some things they have made made certain mistakes Um, well of course if you look at the the border situation right now you know that if you do leave the country and it doesn't matter if you're on a visa or if you're a citizen or if you were born here and you've been living here since the last 50 years yeah what's
1: up with that i saw an announcement that the borders are it's very big is it open is it what is it so so i saw an announcement and it's like mm -hmm. what do you mean by this can you make it official i don't understand
0: okay the reason it's pretty vague is because they've been doing this in steps, and the minute they do it, they see a rise in cases, and then they think, "No, nope, we're going back to strict rules." So last week, no, the week before that, the week, the la- the week before the last week, they opened the South Island borders to Australia because there hasn't been a case in South Island for, and now there's a case in Christchurch. Exactly. So as soon as they opened the borders to Australia, because people from Australia were stuck here and people from New Zealand were stuck in Australia, and they opened a quarantine-free bubble border. And then as soon as Mm -hmm. they, they had their first case in Christchurch and then followed by, I think there was one in Queenstown as well. But that's not even the most bizarre part. The bizarre part is the North Island people, If if there's someone living in the North Island and they're currently outside the country, for some reason, there's a 25,000 to 30,000 number of waiting in the managed isolation hotels, you know, Mm -hmm. so the theory with that is if you want to leave the country on a return ticket, say if I book a ticket to India and I want to get a return ticket. Before I book a return ticket, I need to first book my spot in the managed isolation facility. And there's a wait there for 25,000 to 30,000 number of people that are currently in line to get their spot. So obviously it's going to take. Oh wow! because there are limited hotels. It. It's not like they've used all the hotels for managed isolation and they're not making it easier for people who are vaccinated as well. Although because this pay a lot of enthusiasm on get vaccinated, get vaccinated, but What about the people who are vaccinated and want to come home? Why are you not exempting them from managed isolation and letting them isolate at their home? Because that is what should be done ideally.
1: Right, right.
0: Because they are vaccinated. And as per you, as per our prime minister, she said, once you are vaccinated, you can go about your day and we'll open Auckland and blah, blah, blah. And once we've got to the 90% mark. Now, those two are very different statements. Now, if we are vaccinated, if the people that are outside are vaccinated, why are we not letting them in the border without managed isolation?
1: See, I think I think there are many factors now to consider, and it's not easy making statements anymore because there are many things you have to consider. You have to consider, like, like you said, it's easy to say, um let's go out the borders let's say the borders are open and you can finally go it's easy to 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 um to state Mm -hmm. like if you're someone in authority Mm -hmm. like say you're a prime minister it's it's easy to say oh the borders are open now you can finally see your families and blah 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 but 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 the process of of actually doing it is not as easy because again you said you have to book your your managed isolation and in some countries like in my country in the Philippines you only have like um it's not a matter of of booking a hotel I don't know how they do it I should be more aware but anyway the thing that keeps the ticket prices high and the thing that you know, makes people um, second, you know, have second thoughts going home is because there's only a certain quota of people that can enter the country. And I think that's only like maybe 2,100 per day. Mm -hmm. Um, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But see, that's the thing. There are so many approaches you can go about, but it doesn't change the fact that it's a very complicated thing to to do mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and you have to like you, you have to be very clear in your objective what are you trying to do are you trying to minimize the number of cases because that i don't that's a far-fetched thing it's, to not, do these days. it's not gonna happen anymore um yeah. are you trying to just you know you only have one objective to get and you can't check all the boxes you know what i'm saying yeah um, for, um, I heard someone say that in Amsterdam, what they did say, it was really bad the first time they got, um, they, they, they got through the pandemic. There's, like, tens of thousands of people who, who got sick and maybe even died. Again, I, I in need Amsterdam? to
0: be fast, but, sorry? Amsterdam, really, with the amount of weed this Netherlands. They, okay.
1: they, they started the pandemic really bad. I mean, Europe did but but i think they 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 now they're doing quite better not going to say perfectly but they're doing quite better because they approached i think the one the one one of the targets that they really they really wanted to establish was rapid testing and that helped them a lot so you can only you can choose a strategy and stick by it and 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 hope that that works and you know, you just have you like I said, you can't tick all the boxes. It's either you get traced, you and you do good tracing. It's mm-hmm. either your objective is to minimize the number of cases yeah. or to open the border with with good, you know it's a very complicated thing these days. And the one thing that makes it very complicated is peer pressure. Every every other country in the world is starting to open up because it needs to. Christmas is coming. People are, you know, traveling. Impatient.
0: Yeah. And the
1: peer pressure is up. It's up there.
0: But it's not just from other countries, it's from the opposition parties as well. Like there's uh, a
1: lot of pressure from different places, yeah.
0: I saw this video on um, TikTok, all the places about yeah. parliament hearing where uh, this guy was constantly bashing her with very good points, might I add, with really, with, this, with the same points we discussed. And she just, she just stood up and said, I deny the premise of this question. So, you know, when you, say, <laughs> when, you when you say I deny the premise of this question, what you're saying translated to Levin's language is You've made a very good point. I don't have an answer to that yet. Um, you've got me, but this is how I'm going to get out of it. Suck it.
1: Uh, no, maybe it's not. Um, it's better than, it. I sure would take that answer um, rather than make up some bullshit crap. And and go along with it and then and then and then whatever you said in that statement bites you in the ass a few weeks later, a few days, a few hours even. It's better to just concede.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not saying that there was an alternative answer to this question, but the fact that she provided this answer just goes on to like I just want to go on and think that maybe he is on to something and maybe he is the opposition guy, maybe he is talking some things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Damn. It's tough, it's tough. Um, really, and, and I really have no comment to it, because it's just so hard to, it's, it's hard to be a listener, to have to constantly be in this updates, like on updates and and what's going to happen. And and it's exhausting. Personally, for me, I'm very exhausted. I'm like, I'm just waiting for whatever I wish to happen to happen. Mm -hmm. But until then, it's just so hard to keep track of everything because there's too much details going on. And can you imagine actually being in the middle of all that? Can you imagine being a politician or like someone trying to fix things it's
0: so stressful it is and just she's losing money as well on top of it a lot of money um with weight subsidies yeah
1: resurgence payments are still up i was surprised i was i thought that it was gonna end like october but when i reached when I you know look through the websites because I have to do filings and stuff, I was like, wow, another another batch of payments you, yeah. still, you sure you still have that in you?
0: That's the thing she doesn't. She really doesn't you know how she's um because let's face it, um top three revenue streams for New Zealand is tourism, meat and milk, pretty much. And this is the first uh, tourism is not happening, obviously. And meat and milk are in terms of export. And that's not happening as well because of the borders being closed, not as much as they would like for it to be happening. So, you know how they've come up with the new resident visa? Yeah, of course. Have you seen the fees for that thing? Do you know how much the fees is?
1: I have an idea, yes.
0: It's
1: $2,000. Yeah.
0: That's the highest fees for any sort of visa that has ever been required in the history of New Zealand. I don't
1: think so, no.
0: Is there is there much more? Which one is it? Do you it?
1: remember how much you paid for your post-grad? It was around 4000
0: No, it was 400
1: 4, oh yeah, the f- 4, was I'm oh, no, no, not to the one in, the in your account. But I heard that the skilled migrant uh, visa was around four thousand.
0: Four fifty. I just I just got my skilled migrant visa. The essential skill, right? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. No. I've 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 looked it up. So the 4,000 that you're talking about is the amount that you had to show that is in your bank account, not the fees of the thing. So $2,000 is the highest amount for any visa ever recorded. Usually resident visas cost somewhere in the 500, 600 range, not $2,000. So what she's doing with this is according to the estimate, there's going to be approximately 150,000 people applying for this said resident visa. All of them are going to be paying $2,000, except for the ones that have already applied for their residencies and have been waiting for it. They're still going to pay something, and that's the cash. They're still going to pay something. It's just not going to be as much as this one. So this is basically a cry for help, you know, if you look at it.
1: I uh, I think it's they want their cake and they want to eat it too kind of thing is because they, they're trying to, they they have found their sweet, sweet saving race, and that is the immigrants, because, um, see, they need money, they need, they're desperate, they need money, and they need manpower, and of that 150,000 people, there that's, that's what's left here. There have been immigrants that have been sent home already as well so they were like hold on a minute hold on a minute before we send any of them back home they're basically the ones we don't pay like we don't give them any support and they like work they work and they want to be here so why don't we try to make a win-win situation for us like win-win for us a win for them you know what i'm saying
0: yeah it's
1: a win-win
0: for them i think it's a triple win for them in a way if triple you look win. At, yeah yeah so with it's like hitting three birds with one stone it's usually the phrase is mm. too, but this time they're hitting three birds with one stone the first 10 they're gonna get a lot of their monetary problems sorted because that's a lot of money i just calculated that's a lot of money just from the visa applications this is not This is not even the lawyers that are gonna pay taxes once we pay them the big bucks. So yeah, the the money from the applications a monetary thing, and they're gonna retain labor here in New Zealand. A lot of hardworking labor, which pay humongous amount of taxes because if you if you look at it, immigrants are the only people that even work, or majority of the immigrants are the ones that make a portion of people that work multiple jobs. You know. Hence, they pay more taxes. More taxes, again, another monetary thing. And because of lockdown, they've had a backlog of residencies of going back two years now.
1: Okay, so so I just want to say, that there's a friend of mine here that she's logged, uh she's lodged rather she's lodged her um, she's on a I think she's in a in a in a work to residency visa. Mm-hmm. And she is in the process of, um, she sent her her requirements for a residency visa. But the thing is, it it was never, you know, the whole backlog thing that they never, they were not accepting things and they halted it because of the pandemic or whatever yeah. reason they, they halted things, you know, they weren't accepting new applications. So she passed her, her, um, her requirements and it was just floating there and she's already paid her her processing fees yeah. for immigration yeah. for immigration and yeah. the thing is um once this whole new um one-off residency came came out mm-hmm. she was like so what happened to the requirements i passed like i should it's either i am closer to the finish line or i have to redo the whole thing again because this is a different application right yeah and, and um, on the recent updates, um, she found out she has to re- re- redo everything again. Mm-hmm. Like, it the, the, doesn't matter if the database shows that she has a pending application just waiting to get accepted. No, mm-hmm. she needs to. She's going to pay a little bit less. Still, it's going to cost her maybe around 1600 Still, that's a lot. That's a little bit lesser than the fee you have to pay. Like, you know, it's not even uh not even like you know, like five hundred. That's it. No, it's just a little less than what you have to pay if you were gonna be, you know, the first a first time applicant for the one off. But basically, she paid double, almost. Um, and and what she's telling me is like, you know what? They just don't want to bother. They're like, you know, you have a pending application? Nah, we're just going to pretend it didn't happen and you're just going to have to fall in line with everyone else. And those are the situations that weren't accounted for. They kind of just were swept under the rug and, you know, everything else, we're too lazy to think of all your different situations. Everyone else just falls in line in one situation, like one box. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I mean it's either yeah. that or they can just go home to be very blunt well i'm not who's saying, gonna, I'm gonna want that when think. they've
1: spent so much already who's gonna want to go home
0: exactly so it's it's basically they're not giving them much options at this moment they're like mm-hmm. we acknowledge the fact that but
1: then again then again as an immigrant you never had any option much options to begin with
0: yeah and Which they're just ironic. trying to Which is ironic the number of taxes that we pay in the country.
1: Mm.
0: Like if it wasn't, I'm gonna say something very blunt. If it wasn't for the immigrants paying taxes in this country, and I'm not talking about the immigrants that are on visas, I'm talking about the immigrants that have been here for a while and Mm. have their residency and everything. They still count as immigrants, even though they've applied for their residencies.
1: They're not a resident yet, so they're an immigrant.
0: No like they came from outside of new zealand so immigrants basically because once an immigrant always an immigrant if it wasn't for the immigrants and the amount of taxes that we pay the economy of this country would suffer really badly really really badly especially especially the hospitality industry and these are the facts i've looked it up
1: it is. I mean, the reason why they accepted immigrants in the first place is the very reason, right? They needed. They need it. They need us. They, don't you know, they wouldn't be accepting immigrants and, in the first
0: place. There then, wasn't
1: any. Yeah.
0: And then they make us work for it, even though it's benefiting yeah. them.
1: Well, you know what they say they They did say this is a, a New Zealand is um really good um with the milk industry, and um and that literally meant milking immigrants for their money.
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Um, yeah oh, a... well, you know, yeah
1: kind of ironic you know when you when you really want to when you really think about the 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 gritty the Mm -hmm. gritty stuff yeah is you know immigrants have to deal with a lot of shit but basically we can't you know who has more loans like we have to pay for everything we need to pay for you know we we can borrow money yeah sure but not not like the locals like so you know who really is working, working, (laughs) you know, things aren't handed to us as easily as the locals and we get it. You know, we're not trying to hate. We, I came from a country that is not, does not spoil us. And that's why I'm, I'm outside the country where I belong. Mm -hmm. But, oh, if, if I was a local, like, oh, life would be really good.
0: Yeah. No shit. Yeah. the hard truth is yeah for a course that costs four thousand dollars to the locals we pay twenty thousand dollars
1: yeah no shit sherlock and and we have to pay for that you know we have to i think there are there there have been ways that you can pay for it in, in installments but most of us have to pay it outright
0: it doesn't matter if you can pay it in installments or not 20,000 and 4,000 is a big difference even if you pay it in installments even if you're paying it over time you're still paying
1: $20,000 yeah and that's kind of like you you well personally i don't really look at that you know so mm-hmm. so i don't carry that resentment but when you get treated like shit that and you remember those things they're kind of like excuse me i am i did not come here to get treated like i am a second class person i had to pay for my place here <laughs> and it came with a price and a hefty price that more it than you
0: did, by the way if you're talking to a local like probably three times more than you did even more sorry what like if you're if you're having this conversation with a local and explaining that I paid to be here and probably three to four times more than you did, so I'd lower your fucking voice if you were talking to her.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, but this this is this this whole thing is just for you know a uh, uh, locals who don't get it. you know, there are a lot of nice locals out there and, and no, then they have. In my life, yes, they're they're in my life here so far. They they have been really good to me, but there are some out there we just don't get get the whole picture, you know. We we didn't come here to like yeah. beg and beg and beg, you know. Who's begging? Actually, if we wanted, never get any. <laughs> if I wanted, if I wanted <laughs> to
0: get... beg, I would have done it in my own country. I'd be at least good at it.
1: Damn! You Should put like that that sound effects for that, like, wait, 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 shots fired.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get a soundboard eventually,
1: <laughs> that'll be fun.
0: Yeah, right now I'm not even doing it, doing this podcast from. The place that i'd usually be doing because i'm doing it in the hotel room that i work at and once it opens which i think i spoke to the directors this morning we had a meeting and we think it's going to open you know how we've just gone down a level in level three another level down and they yeah. can open, we can open the hotel uh, yeah okay yeah i don't know if the Sales and revenue will match the thing because Auckland will still be isolated to the rest of the country. Yeah, yeah. But with that being said, I think I did I did say that along the lines of promotions, we should run a local bed and breakfast rate for all Aucklanders because let's face it, they've been sick and tired of just staying at their homes, and they would love nothing more than a scenery change with a five-star hotel in a with a bathtub in the middle of the lobby with a pool and stuff like that and they would pay good money to just get out of their houses at this point mm. not all of them because yeah so that's something to look forward to
1: that's nice yeah you know there's a lot of luxury here for even you know the thing is it's easy to to judge things when you only have one perspective mm-hmm. to it yeah and I'm talking like really serious, but the thing is here in New Zealand everywhere is everywhere looks damn nice like you can just go out and uh, have a walk towards the park and it will be nice. it's not as bad as back home and when you really when you really think about it, those people in in i don't know auckland that are saying it's like the holocaust Mm -hmm. the way they've been treated by the government with all the lockdowns and all can you imagine can you imagine those people to try to live a day in the life of the situation back in our countries
0: yeah
1: i don't know if they can survive that because those people back home literally cannot even get out of the house they can't they have to have a card they have to have freaking not only a face mask a face shield um and they have to have a pass Mm -hmm. and when they need to it's not a bubble a bubble is so cute it's actually really it's not that you know it's it's actually a nice concept but um back home it's like you can be in one bubble and you can sleep beside each other but Mm -hmm. if you have to drive outside whoever you're with in the car needs to sit at the back you can't sit next to each other. I don't understand the logic of that because you know you're both at home anyway.
0: Yeah is this if you
1: go out and drive yeah sorry
0: is this in the Philippines?
1: Yeah, you cannot drive outside and, and be next to each other. Your passenger, even if that's someone from your house, and yeah, it needs to be someone from your household, they sit at the back. Fuck. See, see those things, like over here, they think there are many unnecessary things during the lockdown. Well, think about the other things in other countries. <laughs> And, and we don't even call it level four, level two, three. That's easy. One, two, three, four. Philippine government was like, nah, I don't think one, two, three, four. It's way too easy. We're going to call it
0: Lockdown. general
1: community. No, GCQ, ECQ, MCQ. And even I, as a Filipino, even the locals there don't even understand the difference between that. What is the worst one? And what is the least worst one? Is it enhanced community quarantine or managed community quarantine? Which one is the worst one? I don't know.
0: (laughs) Over. At least New Zealand has made it easier for us to know. It's just one, two, three, and four. That's pretty much it. I
1: know, right? Because it's all
0: about MCQ, GCQ, MCQ.
1: I know. It was like, you know, that's way too easy. People are gonna understand that too easy. Let's make it complicated. We we sophisticated over here. Mm-hmm. We want fancy words. Who even like some people would probably not even know what a quarantine means.
0: I think know? I think um this is what was going on in their heads when they were sitting in the do you have a parliament?
1: Mm, no, we have a democracy. <laughs>
0: Every democracy. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point of a democracy, that every democracy has a parliament.
1: Uh no, no, no. I was trying to say democracy slowly because oh, democracy I... is for the people, oh, of the people,
0: by the people. people. But <laughs> but the people are retarded. <laughs>
1: Hey, that's offensive
0: i love that video <laughs>
1: uh you should insert like a, a clip of that and just emphasize the face of the person saying people are retarded
0: Okay, oh, yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to edit that video and this is the video now because democracy basically means government by the people of the people for the people but the people are retarded yeah i think i'm gonna manage to put that yeah yeah <laughs> so, so that they know that i'm not the one who said it and so they don't go out and cancel me that someone else who said no
1: it. you're like no you're like you're like um hold on let me let me search that real quick mm-hmm. um wait hold on
0: take your time
1: um, you missed one hundred percent of the shots you don't take.
0: Mm-hmm. Wayne
1: Gretzky, Michael Scott, that's you.
0: <laughs> Holy shit!
1: Would you see? See, I'm thinking
0: mm-hmm.
1: if I quote a racist person's quote, am I gonna get canceled for it?
0: it he depends. said it. Not. Me. It depends. <laughs>
1: it's like that's uh to the power of two like that wasn't me though I just quoted his quote
0: exactly well yeah yeah I'm not I'm not important enough to be cancelled anyway I think people have got better things to do than to cancel a brown immigrant
1: can you at least
0: at least I hope they do
1: no, you can't get canceled if there's nothing to cancel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're basically the the status where people <laughs> I'm, I have actually have something for this. I just don't know if I'm going to express it right. Mm-hmm. Um, we are at a status where where people who cancel celebrities Want to put those celebrities in, like we are in the beginning level of things, you know, like we're just getting to know things, so we're got, in that level.
0: But the beginner's advantage,
1: yes, yes. So you can't cancel us because we aren't that high in the ladder yet, is what I'm okay. trying to
0: say. But yeah, if somewhere down the line, somewhere down the couple of years or something, if we do make it, then people are going to take this video.
1: That's just petty. I think that's just petty.
0: People change, you know. And not only do people change, is.
1: not only do people change, society changes as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. But like that, that is the gist of cancel culture, right? People yeah, when you
1: like, you like, no, let me say, like it, no no no. See, look at this, look at this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm not afraid of being canceled by saying this <laughs> back. Like take what is happening now in cancel culture and then move it to our time, and then our time in the future. Maybe in the in the far, far, or maybe near, like to be really dark about it. Maybe in the near future, incest is gonna be a thing. And while now we frown upon it, we might get canceled on about it in the near future. And see, because we're still working on that type of mind frame, that's pretty normal to us that it's not normal, you know. Incest is disgusting. Um, yeah, shit. But you know what? Maybe, maybe in a few years, people will be like, you know what? Love is love. Um, I can love my siblings in a way that I like you. I don't even. You what like
0: the fuck? Like easy. so, like Alabama? Oh. Uh, uh, no, but that's fucked up. That's fucked up. You heard it here, folks. That's fucked up hey I did promise I'll keep it interesting yeah no shit <laughs> Oops, it's like, I'll give you the biggest example of um, getting cancelled for weird stuff do you the youtuber um, Logan Paul his uh, whole thing with the Japan incident did you see that uh, no so basically he went he used to do daily vlogs. He did that for a good year and a half, and in one of those daily vlogs, he <clears throat> he was in Japan and he went to a forest. It's called the Suicide Forest. Apparently, people. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh there. yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So apparently, people come there to kill themselves, and while he was there, some someone someone already had committed suicide, and he filmed the dead body of that person hanging. From the tree and he uploaded it. This was, this was, I want to say five years ago. Yeah, this was five years ago. Until this date, even if something, I mean, he went on and deleted that video, apologized, and all that. He even made efforts. He went off YouTube for a good time. He did some work with suicide prevention, stuff like that. A lot of things he did to basically redeem himself one could say that he was doing it on social media but nevertheless it was doing good for the society as an individual and now you heard it here
1: folks he is a logan paul stan <laughs>
0: <laughs> nevertheless now i
1: should you not he mm-hmm. has a shirt somewhere in in he has a merch somewhere in i i, I have never i have never
0: bought logan paul merch not because, that's very
1: specific. not so which merch have you purchased? I've actually <laughs> never
0: bought any any YouTuber merch. This T-shirt is from Kmart. Okay, yeah, take that. That's so. See, it's not because I didn't want to. I did want to buy some of his hoodies, which were good. It's just because it's too fucking expensive. Like, why would I pay hundred dollars for a hoodie? And that's in the same US.
1: reason you would pay sixty dollars for a leather jacket in warehouse for no reason at all right.
0: yeah you paid that i did not pay that don't <laughs> turn it around on me i'm gonna expose you real bad
1: i already exposed myself so you have nothing on me <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so he did that and all and he redeemed himself and blah blah blah. And now even now, if you sometimes go through some of his posts, so um you know how recently there are there have been rumors that he's gonna fight Mike Tyson? The Mike Tyson? Somewhere on Twitter. Is there anyone
1: else? Fuck
0: off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, when it was announced on Twitter, it wasn't. it's not a credible source, but it was announced on Twitter. And I, I was going through the comments and there were numerous comments and they were really funny as well, I'm not gonna lie. There's one comment that said, bro, when he dies after the fight with Mike Tyson, who's gonna film his dead body because he would be dead.
1: Wow, you know what? I don't care what Netflix has on special. Or Disney Plus, or what? The most entertaining place in social media are the
0: comments. Comments on any any website. I'm gonna say the top three: YouTube comments, Twitter comments, and TikTok comments. TikTok being on the top. Undisputed. Really? Undisputed. No, trust me. If you know, if you have the right for you page, I sometimes like uh, my 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 um, flatmates probably know this you hear noises from my room at three in the morning of me just laughing like crazy, not because I saw you. That, that is not that you, could,
1: you could take that statement.
0: Not in a creepy you
1: could take that statement in two ways. You could either be happy that he's laughing at 3 a.m or be disappointed that the noises that he makes at 3 a.m isn't anything wink wink, you know. It's just him laughing alone in his bed. Yeah. You
0: know what? See, I'm a sad... sad. And
1: you think he's getting some action at 3 a.m. Nuh-uh. He's just reading alone, under the blanket, TikTok comments.
0: (laughs) I get get my action before 9 p.m. They have a deadline or something. Anyway, so I'm reading TikTok comments and... uh... (laughs) No. Take your
1: no. take your dress, take your shoes, and get out. I have a schedule to read TikTok comments. Exactly,
0: I, I can't. Re- see, imagine, <laughs> imagine you're reading TikTok comments at three in the morning, and then you start laughing, and then she turns around like, "The fuck? Why aren't you sleep? I'm like my own fucking business. This is my house.
1: <laughs> also, why are you still here? No, way you fucking here? shoes. Yeah. Take your it's fucking bag. <laughs>
0: I also have trouble sleeping next to someone that I've not known well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let me finish. I'm reading TikTok comments because I recently. That's what into... he said. Yeah, and um, I recently, I recently moved to Auckland So when I moved into this house, this, this is my my landlord. He goes. He works at the airport, so he goes to work pretty early, around four-ish. So at four in the morning, he wakes up to leave for work, and he hears a noise, noise from my room laughing idiotically at TikTok comments, and he knocks on my door, and he goes, is everything all right?
1: Um. Uh, if, if, if I may just say something, you could have said, I'm doing you a service. You have four o'clock, 4 a.m. work, right? I'll be your alarm clock. Don't worry, I'll be here every night laughing at three a m sharp
0: three a m sharp start laughing at three a m sharp and uh, yeah,
1: you don't need a uh, an alarm clock,
0: yeah, and you just when you hear me laughing like an idiot, just you know time to get up, take a shower, get ready for work
1: also um before you uh get ready for work, can you please remind me to go to sleep?
0: Yeah, no because I keep doing <laughs> <forgetting> that, <laughs> mm. yeah. It's it's actually been worse since the lockdown because before the lockdown, when everything was going good, I had a job and a life. Some of, somewhat, yeah. So I would go to bed on time, wake up on time, and go to my job.
1: Yeah, I actually remember that. Like, um, it's it's a mixture of things, and I'm gonna save it until uh, the end of this sentence that I'm saying. But mm-hmm. you were sleeping at eleven. Yeah. Can you imagine? that Can yeah you imagine that you actually were telling me like hey i'm about to go to sleep at 11 10 30. Yeah. Like, but it's also but it's also like i said i'm gonna finish this sentence it's it's not only the lockdown it's also ps5 that kind of ruined
0: everything <laughs> true true but with that being said it is mostly the lockdown because if it was no lockdown if i had the ps5 i would still go to bed at 11 knowing that i have to wake up at five in the morning and be at work you know yeah yeah
1: Yeah.
0: so sure it's part of the reason is ps5 because it's made this lockdown very much bearable much more than it would have been if it wasn't for that beautiful beautiful thing sitting near my tv but Mm Yeah, I, not just 11, I've i I've gone to sleep at nine because sometimes I'm starting early at five in the morning because it's a 24-hour 24, 24 hotel. Sometimes at the, there was this one time the night manager had to do early. So I needed to come in at five, which meant I needed to wake up at four, sometimes 3.30. Mm. And usually now I go to sleep at that time.
1: Mm. Yeah. <sighs> Lockdown is ruining lives, people. It's like the Holocaust.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time I hear of Holocaust, I um, I think of a joke, pretty dark joke. Um, are you sure
1: you're ready are you sure you want to save that on your second podcast episode
0: it's actually the first but yeah i want to say it okay so you know how during the holocaust now i don't know if i if i explain it it's going to get better or not but just in case if you don't know i'll tell you the preface when during the nazi concentration camps every jew person was started a number on their arm just to keep track of how many people and they were known by this number. So I was reading a joke somewhere. This is, I think, stand-up comedian. I heard somewhere. I'm stealing a joke right now. This is not an original. Um, so he goes, I went out to the club and I wanted to get this Jews number. I walked up to her and I go, Can I get your number? And she just put her arm forward.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cancelled! And and since that joke, he has not been allowed to make another part. (laughs) Like right off, right off when it's, uh, when his podcast is about to take off, it was shot down.
0: He made the geo joke.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great. Cause she start off with a Jew joke.
0: <laughs> you know what they say? Go, home, go big or go home. I guess I'm going home.
1: What no no actually I think that that before your your podcast hits off the ground I think you should you should you should go go all out with all the dark jokes right just go all out before it it, you know it 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 flies off the ground get it out of your system.
0: In that (laughs) case, I'm scrolling my TikTok for you page, and I can get out all the dark jokes in one episode. i'm kidding i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna save them i'm gonna say one dark joke at the end of every episode or as we're nearing the end of every episode which means now now seems like a good time to be nearing the end of this particular episode sure yeah have you got any thoughts before we ended uh I don't think so. Holy shit. I just I just opened my gallery and I saw the same TikTok. The joke that I just made. I'm gonna send it to you and I'm gonna put it here now. That's it.
1: I'm waiting for it. You sent it where?
0: On Messenger.
1: Oh. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> I know, Ooh, Bro,
0: I know. Well, I guess this is it for now. Thank you so much for joining me. It has been a great pleasure having you. Do you want to say something before we end? Oh, I am
1: still a stuffed elephant and I am very, very convinced. Um, what's that? I am, um, uh, damn, having English as your second language is very hard as an That's elephant, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grateful. Yeah, that's to, is, is, the, is the word that you're looking for is grateful?
1: Uh not really. I am very um adamant or whatever synonym word is that. I am ver- very adamant to not show my face. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, if if you enjoyed this podcast, um mostly because of my commentaries, then uh you know leave a like and uh Tell say in more 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 um elephant um, yeah more of really the more of the part.
0: stuffed elephant lady
1: elephant lady yes yeah. yes elephant lady mm-hmm.
0: cool well um Thank you for joining us guys, Um, make sure you click the subscribe button like the podcast share it on your social media and I will see you next Thursday for a new episode with another one of these the podcast.